And then other schools like Wichita, I don't even know how to pronounce this, Wichita? Where is that? Wichita? Is it Wichita? Wichita. Wichita? Oh, yeah, Wichita. No, it's definitely not Wichita. (laughs) It's Wichita. (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome to Rants and Revelations. I'm your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle, a.k.a. at Modernly Michelle. And we are here with another episode of Runs and Revelations. <laughs> Runs and Revelations. So is this officially going to be our thing? Yes, we need to make it a thing. So when we first, first, first were recording for Runs and Revelations, we made some kind of theme song and we haven't been sticking to it, but I tried to bring it back and Michelle left me hanging. <laughs> no, I was giving you a time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I was letting you show the people what it's about. It's a two-woman job, sis. Oh, gosh. Okay, let's start over. Go ahead. Kick us off. Oh, wait. I was beatboxing. Remember, it's... I think that's enough for this for this episode. <laughs> let's... Sorry, guys. We're going to go back to the drawing board, and then next episode, we got y'all. It's going to be clean. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We, we'll come back and do better. Yeah, we're going to do better. All righty. So we're just going to... Go ahead and kick off the episode. Um, Like you know, we always do our strawberries and lemons for the week. And I'm going to go first because I'm probably prepared. Jerk. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what she's implying, guys, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I will say that my strawberry for the week has been me looking forward to going on vacation next week. Um, it just made me super excited. I have an extra pep in my step. I felt like the sun was shining brighter. Um, so I'm like super excited about that. My family and I are going out of the country. So whoop, whoop. Vacation does that to you. Mm-hmm. Vacation. Yes. And I will say that my lemon has been, and Michelle, maybe we should do an, um, an episode on this. I hmm. didn't run it by you yet, but surprise. <laughs> We should do an episode on Love is Blind, the Netflix series. Oh, my gosh. Is that the that's the reality TV show one? Yes, girl. Okay. Patrice, literally, shout out to Patrice, our friend since forever. Yes. Um, She literally, like, explained the plot. Like, that is Patrice's show. So to hear, like, a bunch of other people, like, continue to co-sign, I'm like, okay, guys. Okay. Here's the thing. I wouldn't say that it's my absolute favorite show at all. There's only one reason that I'm actually stuck on it. And that's because of the one black couple that was on the show and how their experience went down. Mm, Okay. So it's kind of the same thing like you. I saw a whole bunch of people talking about it on social media. And you know me, I'm not hip to pop culture. So I wasn't going to watch it because frankly, I don't care. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like usually when there's like a lot of hype, I'm just like, uh no like you guys make me want to move further away from it because i'm just like because we're rebels <laughs> we're rebels without cause without cause remember you always used to call me that in high school oh like why you yes like you're such a rebel without a cause you remember <laughs> no but i was it sounded like something i was saying i remember this because when it was senior year and we we're trying to make up our mind about buying a letterman jacket i was going to get rebel without cause on my jacket Wow. Well, we never got those. Because we decided to do the class ring. Oh, okay. Do you still have yours? No, but I did have it for a long time. I had it like maybe... Were you wearing it during like freshman year of college? Absolutely. (laughs) I didn't expect anything less. That ring was expensive. You best believe I had that ring on. (laughs) And it was a bright blue and you know, Spellman's colors are blue. Oh, yeah. Did you do that on purpose? Or that's the that's your gemstone. Um, it was not on purpose, and oh, and you know you've been hot for Spellman anyway. But yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, fast forward to my lemon. I needed some downtime this week because it was just like a lot, and I decided like you know let me just check out this show because so many people were talking about it because the finale was coming up. Girl, I need you to watch it. We need to do an episode on this black couple because I'm not going to say anything to ruin it for you, but just know I need you to watch at least the first 
three or four episodes so that we can talk about it. I don't care about the rest of it, honestly. I thought it was okay. It's like Marriage at First Sight, Meet the Bachelor or Bachelorette. Like, it wasn't that impressive at all. Oh, wow. Huh. Yeah. That was my lemon. He made me very upset, the Mm -hmm. black guy. And I was just like, this is your... And it, it sucks that as black people, we kind of feel the need to put the pressure on ourselves or others to represent the entire race. Huh. But this was the opportunity as a black man to like be an example. Like, I don't... Ugh. Anyway, we'll save that for an episode when we do it because I'm still trying to figure out how I feel because on the one hand, I'm like, he shouldn't have to carry such a burden. But on the other hand, I'm like, why? Mmm... Okay, I'm sure this will make way more sense once I watch it, but I feel like I got some insight. Okay. Yeah, yes. Um, What about you? What are your strawberries and lemons? Okay, so my um, strawberries that I have definitely um, cut my spending um, because sometimes like I go through like moments of like when I want to like impulsively shop for like clothes or makeup and it's not like anything crazy, but I just like find myself like looking online, like, Oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. Oh, I want this. Oh, I want that. After going on like a long hiatus. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess long to me. Anyway, so (laughs) I'm not so much on a clothes kick right now, (laughs) but makeup. So I would say like, it's a strawberry and a lemon because it's a strawberry because I've been able to like, you know, have some more self-control when it comes to that. And, you know, saving is important and not buying unnecessary things for no reason. But then it's also a lemon because there's something that I really want and I have to keep on fighting myself to not buy it. (laughs) Can I ask, what is it? It's an eyeshadow palette. I know, guys. I know. Ooh. Ooh. I'm not say that. Ooh. (laughs) There's a few few other things that I want too. Like there's a few like other products. But I'm just like, like, for example, when I have to like walk through the mall and like see the eyeshadow palette in the store, I'm just like, imagine me like walking at it. I don't even go in the store. But anyway, guys, yes, (laughs) that's my strawberry and lemon. Wait, you said imagine you're walking by it. Oh, no. Like I'm saying, like, if you had to picture me, like I would be walking past the store and then like, well, y'all can't see me, but I'm like, look, trying to like squint to try to see the product like on on the plate. (laughs) <laughs> I can see it, but it's like, girl, go sit down. So, Ma'am, that sounds like you have a real problem. It's 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 weird. It's not, and it's honestly not even that bad. Okay. And I just want to take a moment to acknowledge you sharing your strawberries and your lemon. Thank you for sharing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because I was going to change the subject, but I didn't want to be rude and just change it without acknowledging what you said. I was obvious. Oh, no. Okay. Okay, Dana. All right. I'm polite. Yes, thank you. For me, so, so you say you're polite, but for me to be taken off guard, that shows me how often are you really polite? Because I'm just like, wow. oh. I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> and you have to tell me, hey, I'm being polite. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're moving on. Okay, so we're just going to go right on in. As you guys know, today we will be talking about adulting. And I don't even know what to say because it's just... We're in that space where we're really trying to figure out what does it mean to be an adult, right? Like, is it to be responsible and pay your bills and do your laundry? You know, the things that we really think that's what adulting is. Or is it that adulting is not even a thing because none of us really know what we're doing and there's no manual? Mm. Yeah, that's good. So, of course, I looked up the definition of adulting. And on the Cambridge Dictionary, it is described as actions or it is defined as actions and behavior that are considered typical of adults, not children or young people. Mm -hmm. And I looked up several other definitions and it talked about those things such as cleaning your home, paying your bills on time, doing laundry. And it makes adulting sound so boring. (laughs) (laughs) I'm mad at you said boring. Okay. I'm serious. Like, think about that. Like, we go to school at minimum for 12 years and grow up to work a job to pay bills and clean our house and do laundry. But let's be real, though. Like, for real, for real. Like, think about it. Like, what were you the most excited about when it came to, like, you, like, wanting to be an adult? 
I wanted to live on my own and do what I want. And that's exactly what you're doing. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, think about all the times that we would like talk about it in like high school. And I'm sure all of you yeah. guys who are listening, like, I'm sure you guys can relate to um, just like all the things that you wanted to do and how you couldn't wait until you were able to be out at how, whatever time, eat what yeah. you want. Nobody can't tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Like no one is watching you like that. You know, you have more like freedom, freedom. exactly yeah. to explore and to kind of, you know, come into yourself. And I feel like with that comes responsibility, right? Mm, you sound like my dad. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And the reason I say that is because every year on my birthday, since I can remember, like maybe the age of six, my dad always gives me this speech on my birthday. You are another year older. And with um, what would he say? He's you're another year older. And with that comes responsibility. You're going to have mm-hmm. more responsibility. Yeah. He always reminded me of that. Um, so you saying that does remind me of him. But when I think of adulting, I constantly think of those memes that's like, adulting sucks help or um it's ghetto over here or adulting is the only hood i don't want to be in you know like stupid things like that or funny things like that right i can't really i love being an adult i love my freedom i love that i can like make my own decisions and i don't have it all together but i just feel like there's nothing that i can't figure out yeah that's so true that is so true. Yeah. And I, I feel you 100%. Like, there are times where I'm just like, well, I, I don't necessarily say, like, I would love to go back in time and experience that. I would always say, I wish I could, like, watch our younger selves on, like, TV. I'm not saying I'm trying to go back into that. Not saying that, you know, growing up was, like, terrible. But when you get it wasn't, so used, but... It wasn't. But when you get so used to your freedom and, like, doing your own thing, listen, besides the bills, I don't really see... <laughs> No reason. No reason. And food being made for you. You know? Oh, yes. And my laundry. <laughs> you know what? Actually, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Adulting isn't what it's cracked up to be like we thought. Right, right. No, but I agree with you. Like, being an adult and being able to make your own decisions, it's a great feeling. And maybe I'm wrong in saying this, but do you think that it's only people who aren't responsible enough to handle what it means to be an adult who hate being one Mm. or or do you think people just say they hate adulting because of social media they see a lot of other people saying it so they think Mm -hmm. it's just a cool thing to say so all of a sudden they hate adulting but they don't have any real complaints for real right right hmm that's, that's a good question. I feel like it is mainly like a social media thing. I feel like it is just easy to say, like, once something like gets on your nerves, you can just like run on like Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, I guess, whatever, and just be like, oh, I hate it here. This is so annoying just because like one thing happened. But you know, it's just that's where we can be the most dramatic, right? On social yep. media, you can just yep. be the most dramatic and say the most like, you know, crazy things or whatever. But like, really, like, if someone were to take it away from you, take away adulting from you, you would probably last a few days and be like, you know what? I, yeah, I'd rather go back. I mean, unless, because there are like, but there are some people who grew up with that extra freedom, like were able to live their life very young, had a car at like 15, you know, like parents were like, hey, (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm thinking of our other podcast where I think, or no, I called you Susan. Anyway, Susan is one of my favorite names. Be like, hey, so just make sure you're back by midnight. You know, we no. didn't have that lifestyle. No, can't relate. Girl, it was on lock, lock. <laughs> so click, click, clink, clink. Okay. What's the Haitian saying? Lakai leko legris. You That's stay home. It. You go to school. You go to church. That is the, it. The three L's of the Haitian culture. Yep. Dang. So does that mean we were taking L's? <laughs> I've never thought of it like that. We should title this the L's of adulting. Anything we're going to like go on and on about everything. Nah. No, just this. <laughs> we're just reminiscing on the L's that we took or but had to I deal see, with. But the thing is that those three L's, they've made me who I am. And I'm proud of who I am. A hundred percent. I'm glad I didn't have all of that freedom because it made me appreciate the freedom even more. But yeah. I wanted to ask you, at what point do you feel like you knew like you were an adult? 
Like, when did you ooh. feel it? Like, oh, it ain't the same way it used to be. <laughs> First of all, I love that note. You sound amazing. You should be a singer. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, I would say that the moment I realized I was an adult, I remember I used to live in downtown Philadelphia in Center mm-hmm. City. And I would walk, I think it was like a 20 or 30 minute walk every day from my, mm-hmm. yeah, from my apartment building down. So I lived in Chinatown and I would walk down to like the financial district of downtown Atlanta. I mean, mm-hmm. ooh, downtown Philly. And look at me, I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Right, right. <laughs> um, and one day I was walking home from work and the sky was blue. It was warm out and people were just like, hustling and bustling it felt like a big city vibe you know like the buildings are all high and I'm looking around like I prayed for this who would have thought this Haitian girl from Miami would Mm. be living on her own in downtown Philadelphia you know and my mom always said and of course it's a Haitian thing in her but always said like her goal for me was to have my own office space where I could tell other people what to do she's like Mm. I worked hard and took orders from other people so you wouldn't have to I want you in an office So at that time, um, my cubicle wasn't ready. So I was sitting in the guest office for C-suite executives. Wow. As a backup. So I had like um, floor to ceiling windows. And I was just like, um, I mean, granted, it was very temporary. I was in there for maybe two weeks. Uh Um, But I was so grateful because I was like, God, I remember when I prayed for this, I would have never thought that it would have felt this good. And like, I just felt so alive and thankful in that moment because I knew that every decision I made, every bill that I took on, I had to pay for it. I had to figure it out. I had to be independent. And that's when I knew like, you're really an adult now. There is no college anymore. There's just like you and the decisions you make. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's good. That's good. I feel like for me, I was, I guess it hit me in college that now it was like, I'm on my own doing my own thing now because we both went away Mm -hmm. for school. Right. So we Mm -hmm. weren't like under our parents roof or like to where we can just drive home in 30 minutes and like go home or whatever. So I feel like for me, because when it came to me growing up, like, you know, like my parents would do the grocery shopping, you know, we had a car, so we would, you know, drive to the store, pick some stuff up, whatever, whatever the case was. Right. You had a car in college. No, I'm talking about my parents. Oh, but okay. I did have a car in college, but it was the last year, my senior year. Okay, got you, got you. Um, so I would say like my freshman, sophomore year, I really felt the whole adulting thing because like you have to feed yourself. Granted, I did yep. get help in terms of like financial aid and scholarships, mm-hmm. whatever, but it wasn't like where I got a whole bunch of extra money all the time because that money that you're getting, right. you have to pay for your where you're living. You're right. Yep. Whether it's on campus or if it's off campus, you got to pay for that. So you got to be responsible yep. enough with that. You got to go get your own groceries. And I remember me and my roommates would like go on the bus, catch the bus, go to Walmart, buy a bunch of crap and have like bags on bags on bags and have to like walk to the bus stop, have to catch have the bus, walk from the bus stop to, and then make your own. Like it was just like I really got a taste of like, oh, wow, like we're on our own. Like we can't yep. just run home for a home cooked meal or we all didn't have a car. So it was like, we all got to foot it and figure it out and get our, find our way around. (laughs) What does it mean to foot it? Huh? What does it mean to foot it? To walk. (laughs) You know, not everyone's hip like me and you (laughs) or you and I. (laughs) I was going to say, did you not know foot it? (laughs) No, I knew what it meant, but I felt like it's, like somebody really might be like, what does she mean? Like she had to foot it, like foot the bill. Sorry guys. Yes. Foot it means walk. <laughs> so we had to like walk around and do those things. So I feel like that was kind of like my first taste of like adulthood. Cause it was like, now you're like no longer that young kid that, you know, you can kind of expect certain things to kind of happen. I understand not everybody has the same upbringing, mm-hmm. but like, you know, you kind of have some of those expectations and now it's like, it's on you. Yeah. That's very, very real. Um, yeah. And I just realized that you were probably a lot more independent your college years than I was because all four years I lived on campus. I didn't own a car and I had um, a meal plan. So I was good. Yeah. You know, I relied yeah. heavily on um, my scholarships to handle that. And 
That was a good life. I can't lie. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, I had I had my meal plan, I think, for freshman year, but I may have cut it sophomore year. I just remember us making big things of like spaghetti. And that's when all of the pounds start packing on, child. Ooh, I have a question. Uh-huh. You know how people constantly say like, oh, that's a college meal right there when they see people eating the, the cheap noodles? The yeah, ramen noodles. noodles. So I don't eat that, and I didn't have to as a college student. Did you have to rely on that at any point in your college career? Um, Did I have to rely on it? It wasn't like, oh, that's the last thing that I have to eat. Okay. I would get affordable things like cup macaroni, hot pockets. I would get some ramen noodles just because it's like something that you can make like fairly quickly. You could just microwave it. So it's kind of for like functionality and also because it was like 50 cent. But it wasn't like it wasn't like that was the last thing I had to eat, and I'm like scraping the bottom, drinking the broth from the ramen noodles. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I always imagine when people bring it up, and they're like, "Oh, that's a college meal right there." I imagine like people are just like, "I have no other hope," and they're just like eating one noodle a night so they could save it. Oh, girl, I'm I'm sure that is. A reality for some people though like having to like just eat ramen noodles straight or whatever i'm sure it is yeah but it wasn't it wasn't that deep for me okay. but i definitely had them on deck girl i used to eat so many hot pockets though Child. <laughs> I'm, i probably still have some hot pockets in my system <laughs> would you eat hot pockets now no no yeah i'm all yeah. hot pockets out yeah okay so speaking of college so since we were talking about that, do you feel like if you had the chance in college that you would have taken an adulting class? Like literally where you have a curriculum, you have a professor, do you feel like you would have taken it? So my first answer is, my first thought is yes, I would have taken it, but not mm-hmm. because I actually thought I would learn something I would apply. Mm, okay. So why would you have taken it? I imagine if I saw an adulting class, I would take it senior year because I thought it would be easy, but not because I truly believe it would add value in my life. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I would take it just as like a um, uh, credit, <laughs> like completely lost. I promise you I went to college. I just, I feel like it's just been so long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would have taken it, especially if, if it fulfilled like a humanities or something like that. I'd have been like, oh, Oh yeah. Sign me up. Three credit hours for adulting? Sign me up. I'm in right, there. Right. <laughs> what are those tests gonna be like? But yeah. <laughs> but I feel like that's one of the things where you know how some classes you would just sign up to take it just to take it, and then you may actually learn some stuff or you love the professor, you build a connection that way. I feel like something like that could have happened where it's like you take it just for like I'm so Haitian, I was gonna say go messy. You take it just to take it. <laughs> I'm cutting mm-hmm. up. But then you get there and you're like, oh, wow, I actually learned about taxes. I actually learned about um, balance, you know, and all the things that we usually, money management that we complain about now when it comes to adulting. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's very true. And I do think that it would be impactful in that way. And I actually first saw that UC Berkeley is offering a class to their students Um, And I thought that was pretty cool. It's student-led, it's pass or fail, but they cover important topics where two students, um, the two students who started it, they have a lecture, and then they also invite experts to share with their students. So I thought that was cool. That's cool. Excuse me. So I actually read an article that there are several universities that offer not classes for credits, but workshops that students can sign up for. So Wichita State offers one on budgeting. The University of Nebraska Kearney offers one on tax preparation. The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill focuses on building credit. That's what their workshop is on. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, absolutely. And Kansas State has a series of workshops. So according to this article, they cover things such as car maintenance, food safety, conflict resolution, all things that are actually very important. So I know for sure when I was a college student, I was all about taking advantage of the resources available to me. So I would like bat an eyelash at taking one of those workshops because I want to learn. Yeah. Why not? Especially when it's like convenient, you know, nothing nothing but time. (laughs) My friend and I, Alexis, shout out to a dog. Um, I also have not ever called her that before, so I hope she's okay with that nickname. (laughs) 
my gosh. Sorry, guys. I just come alive on the mic. Dana's so annoying. <laughs> um, but no, me and my friend Alexis, we partnered together with the Office of um, Career Services and hosted a series of workshops for seniors to come in and we can teach them on financial literacy. Similar to the class offered at UC Berkeley, it was student-led for a small portion of it, and then we would invite local experts to come in and talk about investing, saving, building your credit, how to properly use a credit card. So mm. I think it's awesome that you know you have students who are taking that initiative, and universities are also seeing the importance that these topics need to be covered. Oh, yeah, 100%. Very well said. But do you think that that's a sign of privilege? Hmm. Tell me more. Think about it. Do you think our um, parents had the opportunity to take a class on car maintenance? Well, hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely see what you're saying. Um, and I feel like I'm going to just, I'm just going to speak for our parents in particular. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of what they did is so we can be able to experience something better. Right. Yep. So I feel like, I guess it is a sense of privilege that we do have these things available, but one, we do live in America, right? This is true. So I feel like, which I, I kind of don't want to say this because it de definitely doesn't apply to everyone, but there is a sense of privilege being in America, right? There's a sense of privilege. So I don't want to say that. As a daughter of an immigrant, I can definitely say I have a lot of privileges. My mom and my dad, they were not yeah. afforded. Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that's um, something that, you know, we should take advantage of because if they did all of this, it shouldn't be like, oh my gosh, like I feel bad because my parents know it's like, oh no, like I need to be able to, and I actually wish some of these classes were available um, or even your financial, maybe I didn't really go out my way in college mm -hmm. to really look into that, but I feel like that would have helped so much, especially when it comes to like freshman, sophomore year, or any of those years where you're feeling more inclined to like sign up for a credit card or you're starting to get those, you know, things in the mail and kind of entices you and you don't really think about the repercussions of what can happen yeah. of like getting so much credit and not being able to control it. If you can, then yeah. of course that's fine. But typically it's no, you can't, right? So you're like <laughs> adding so much, you're adding so much debt just for that meantime, just because it's available. So I feel mm -hmm. like that's one thing. Like I wish every freshman um, or sophomore had to like take some type of workshop or like class, especially on financial literacy, if if anything, because that's where you could put in budgeting. That's where you can put in, put in credit cards and all that stuff, because that's the stuff that's going to follow you and haunt you until you're able to pay them off. <laughs> Absolutely right. And I like the idea of starting earlier than senior year because yeah. a lot of people, when they get to senior year, it's two things. They're either trying to figure out what they need to do to graduate on time or they yep. already know they're going to graduate and they're coasting. Yes. Just trying to make it to the date. Right. So I like the idea of, you know, that being a required course, your freshman or sophomore year. That's actually a great recommendation. And if I was the president of the United States, I would definitely hire you to lead our Department of Education. Oh, wow. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I was born in Haiti. I won't ever be president. So don't put that much thought in there. <laughs> I wanted to um, say how, I don't know if I thought this was cool or crazy, but in Portland, Maine, there is an adulting school that is available for 20 and 30 year olds where they teach people different life skills and soft skills. So if you need to learn how to properly interview or if you need to learn how to make friends or basic home maintenance, you can go to adulting school. And on the one hand, I'm like, that's really cool. But on the other hand, I'm like, just Google it. I'm not going to pay you for that. Mm. I already did my four years in college. Right. Um, you don't want to cough up more cash. If it's not on that Spelman College transcript, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. I feel you. I feel like especially with like YouTube and stuff, there are like some other ways to do it. But I can say there are some people that definitely need that extra push. I know whenever it comes to me interviewing someone or yeah, just me interviewing someone or talking to someone, it's always a thing where I'm just like, Ooh, I wish I could just sit you down and like teach you how to like be 
a better like interviewee because it's just like oh yes and that's actually something that I guess I'm kind of sort of passionate about because I'm just like there are so many people who don't even realize how they're coming off in an interview like I've had one girl who was like chewing on food another girl who yes what? Yes. And I guess it wasn't it wasn't the most formal interview, but that would have been a chance for you because you never know. Right. When you're talking to right. someone, you never know the pull they have. You never, never know the opportunities that can be available. So I feel like any if you know you're walking to in like an interview type setting and you have a resume, you know, stuff like that, I feel like you have to take advantage of it. This yes. other girl was like looking at herself in the mirror that was behind me during it. I've wow. I've seen. Some stuff. Yeah. So I'm just like. That's another thing that I would incorporate too, is like some of those soft skills and some of those like interpersonal communication skills that people, girl, I don't want to, I'm not going to turn this podcast into that. (laughs) What you said, interpersonal communication. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Struggling and I would love to help, but anyway. (laughs) You're like today, that's not my problem. Yeah. Today, not so much, but one day, (laughs) one day. So if I were to ask you, how is adulting treating you? I guess I am asking you, what would you say? Um, how is adulting treating me? Um, wow. <laughs> I feel like it's a roller coaster ride, a hundred percent. And I guess that's just life period, right? Especially like being a young adult, you're still learning about yourself. You're still learning how to navigate different parts of life. You're getting into, you're having more serious conversations, depending on where you are, right? You're having more serious conversations about next steps, about different things in life, like buying a home or transitioning into a new career or, you know, other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like, yeah, I just, it's, it's been a journey so far. And I can say, um, I've definitely just been trying to find a better balance between everything, between like, um, other passions, the work that you're doing, um, your family, um, and just friends and just like having a, it's a lot. It'd be a lot. I think that's the thing with adulting is it'd be a lot. And then things be catching you off guard. You don't be ready for it. And it's like, buckle up. You got to deal with it. If you have a financial thing that happens, got to deal with it. Something happened with your job, got to deal with it. Like you have to figure out how to navigate throughout it. And I feel like that's just, kind of how it's been it's just been a roller coaster plus you're changing you're growing and when I say you I mean I'm talking about myself too like I'm growing I'm changing I'm noticing things about myself improving different things like oh you started yeah. off with wow followed by silence and you ended with a deep sigh <laughs> we got it sis yeah what about you So I'll say two things. Again, I love adulting, but I'll say when I think of adulting, I'm in two places. One, I constantly feel overwhelmed. I always have a very social calendar. I'm trying to make time to make time for my friends. But nowadays, I suck at replying to text messages and calling people back and replying to emails, right? But I always have 199 things to do. I need to work out. I need to pray every day. Now someone suggested that I start meditating. I have to make sure that I'm, you know, working so that I can make money. It's always something to do. And Mm -hmm. I don't find enough time to breathe, just sit back and think, you know, hear myself think. And then it just kind of concerns me because I'm like this, you have a lot going on and it's just you. What is your life going to look like when you're married or you have a child or children Will it be a struggle? Will I be able to transition to that since I'm so used to like figuring things out on my own? So I'm constantly battling those two things, feeling overwhelmed. And will I be able to do this with other people in my life that I'm, that I'll be responsible for in the future? Mm, Well, I can say, um, prior, like you're going to have to prioritize different things. I can say that, um, being married has taught me that. Right. Um, and just being, in a pretty like long a pretty long-term relationship basically mm-hmm. because you're gonna want to like be out with friends and do that thing you know do those things and have all of those commitments but then the person that you're doing life with supersedes all of that right, right. and then your children come right after that or however you see it right I don't want to get too right. much into that debate but mm-hmm. um 
Um, but yeah, so all of that, like prioritizing is a big thing and you're going to have to start saying no to some commitments because I know you, you commit yourself when, when you're in, you're in and you commit yourself to stuff. So you're going to have to start. And I'm not saying that you don't tell people no, because you're definitely good at saying, listen, I just need a little me time, whatever. Mm -hmm. But you're going to have to start realizing, okay, my schedule can't fit as many things as it used to when I was, you know, um, single. Now it's like, okay, I'm married now. All right. You know, because it's stressful. Yeah. So some things you're going to have to say no to. Some things you're going to have to say maybe in a month, maybe in two months. Maybe um, never. <laughs> or, yeah. So I just feel like, yeah, all of that will definitely, it'll come with stride, if that makes Ooh. sense. Yeah, no, no, that makes perfect sense. And it's a little reassuring. So I think it's important for me to learn those skills now. So when yeah. I'm there, I'm not like struggling or putting my family on the back burner. Right. And I will say that the second thing that I let's see, the second thing I think of adulting is I'm constantly in a state of feeling like I don't have enough time. And oh my gosh, you are only in your early 20s. Like, oh wow, I'm on the second half of the 20s. Yeah. (laughs) But either way, it's constantly like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough time. When am I going to get married? Should I start thinking about having kids? And like, girl, like you just started getting it together calm down you have so much life left ahead of you so it's that constant stage because it's like yes I'm an adult but I still feel like so young and vivacious and so much life left to live yeah and yeah I agree yeah I feel like it is it's it makes sense that you're starting to think about some of those other things too right because not that I, I have do. baby fever I just want to put that out there I'm not <laughs> about a child. I do not want to be responsible for a little human Anytime, <laughs> but at Go the ahead. same time, it makes sense that you're starting like you have those thoughts in the back of your mind, like of you know this is what you know I see for myself and what I want from you know for my life. So you have to start thinking, okay, like you know God will you know there are going to be points where now it's going to be children, now it's going to be a man, careers might change, locations might change, wink, wink, yeah. you know, like <laughs> different things, like different trends. to move to Atlanta. Yeah, I'd want them to come back to Atlanta. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I just feel like different things, you know, so it just makes sense that you're still thinking about that. Because I kind of, I felt that way too, like in the, you know, when you're like in the beginning of your marriage too, it's like, dang, now I got to start thinking about kids and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It makes, it just, it's like different levels to like adulting. Oh my gosh. Yes. That yeah. is so true. And I just think about how like, Sometimes I'll be stressed out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not married yet. And even though I'm still so young, my mom, when I go back home, she's like, nothing new. I'm like, no, ma'am, it's the same thing as last time. You know, so like that pressure. So I I guess I say all that to say that sometimes I sit back and I'm like, in five years from now, my life can be completely different. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want to say this is something I feel like just as women, it's kind of like an expectation for us, too. So it's like once you're like, for example, your mom's like, OK, anything new? OK, boom. Let's say, OK, come with something new, something new. Oh, yeah. Here's my very, very, very serious boyfriend. OK, we're not getting married. OK, we got married. Oh, perfect. When are you having a kid? Oh, OK, we had our first kid. Where the second baby at? Where the third baby at? Oh, yeah. now you're having too many kids. When are you going to stop? Like, it's just always like, there's always, always something to want when you get in your house. Oh, you don't have a house yet? Yeah. It's, it's always like, something. bro, let me rest. <laughs> Chill. You know? Yeah. So there are some people who kind of, you know, get more of that heat more than other people. So mm-hmm. I feel for the ones that get the heat where it's just like next thing after next thing after next thing. Like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's real. Alrighty, so we're just going to jump right into advice for um, adulting, and um, I don't know if we've mentioned this in the last couple of episodes, but please feel free to send us an email or send us a DM on social media if you have any questions so that we can answer them on our Come to Jesus segment. Uh, Again, everything 
we share is purely advice and our opinion, but we will share it to hopefully better your life so you can be a better person. So we'll just go ahead, jump right into our adulting advice for this episode. All right. So the first piece of advice um, we would say is that you have to know and understand that your intended path may change. The thing that you may have thought that you were going to be doing in high school to beginning of college to after college, all of that can change, you know, and you just kind of have to give yourself grace and kind of go throughout those stages of life Um, just because so many things happen. You change, you have different, you may have, you know, really, really thought that you wanted to be a doctor. And then you realize after that first biology class in college, you know, high school could have been cute when you took biology. And then you took it in college, you're like, you know what? This ain't for me. Right. <laughs> this doesn't align with me. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's just one of those things. So your path may change. Um, you may you know something that you may would you may have expected to happen may not happen it's just one of those things where you just have to kind of go throughout and understand that that's how life is especially as an adult you know so I would say that's yeah our first piece of advice well said well said and to follow up with that the second piece of advice is it is okay if you do not have it all figured out don't you feel like you beat yourself up for that? I know I do. Like there's times I have to literally stop myself and say, Michelle, you are 26 years old. Like, and I have to even tell Brandon that too. Like, yo, like chill out. We're so young. <laughs> it's okay. If we make a little mistake, it's like, yo, we are kids. Like people, yeah. people look at us like we're children, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's just yeah. like, there is so much to learn in life. But yeah, mm-hmm. sorry to cut you off. I just had no, to No, no, that's. <laughs> That's exactly it. I appreciate you weighing in on it. Um, the only thing I'd have to say is that no one has a manual. We are all different, walking different paths. Let's say you are someone who's going to take over the family business. You still can't do it the way your parent did it. So if you don't have it all figured out, it's okay. It'll come with so, time. Yeah, so good. Yeah, for sure. And then also too, like, and that's this is something that we touched on as well um, earlier is like really making sure that you try to have balance, right? I feel like balance is like one of the hardest things. Like Dana was saying, she's such a social butterfly. She has a lot going on on her calendar. She got work. You have personal obligations for yourself too. You know, there's just so many different things that like just come with it. Or like if you're another point of, it's just, it's a lot, right? And I think the most important thing is like making sure that you try as hard as you can. I don't want to, it's hard for me to say, oh, have balance. Cause it's like, bruh. It's not easy, but try to figure out how you can balance different things, prioritize different things for yourself too. You know, don't get so bogged down that you don't have time to like spend some time with yourself to do some self-growth, different things like that. So I would just say, just try to have, try your hardest to have some type of balance. Whatever that looks like for you. For some people, it just means making sure that you work and you go to the gym twice a week. Other Mm -hmm. people- it's making sure that you work and you hit the gym three times a week, but you also make time to pray. So whatever it looks like for you. But Michelle, did you see when Oprah was talking about balance on her tour? No. Girl. <laughs> what Oprah said? Girl, Oprah said here and she was in the middle. I could tell like, her speech was coming from the bottom of her heart. It was deep. She was talking about like finding like balance with wellness. And honestly, I can't even Did remember. Did she fall? You talking about when she fell? She tumbled. <laughs> okay. So I saw like, I think I saw like an article or something, <laughs> but I didn't like watch a video. How did she, wait, what happened? Did she just stumble? She fainted? She had a Wendy Williams? What happened? <laughs> I need you to like go on Instagram, search the hashtag Oprah and click the video. Basically, she was talking about balance and she turned around to kind of walk because, you know, she's walking and talking. Mm. And I don't know, she was wearing um, a pantsuit, but the pants were like super wide and flowy. So my Mm. guess, I don't think it got caught in it, actually. So I take that back. I think she just took a wrong step in the shoes and she couldn't catch herself fast enough. Cause sis went down. I felt so bad because you heard the thump, 
Like the thump. Did you hear the gasp from the audience? <laughs> the person, the video I watched, the person was recording. They said, oh. <laughs> I feel so bad. Like, I'm really not trying to laugh at her because I know that was painful. And even though she talked about it afterwards and she handled it well, I knew she was embarrassed because she said something where she was like, I think Gail was asking her, like, when you fell, what were you thinking? Like, did you think this or this? Gail always trying to ask a, always trying to ask a deep question when you fell. <laughs> that's what got her in hot water with the public. Right. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, that's that's a whole nother conversation, girl. But um, Gail was trying to ask her, like, what were you thinking? And she said, I didn't think anything of that. I just thought, like, okay, I just fell. Everyone knows what falling is. And I'm like, sis, don't put on everyone. What were you thinking? I know that hurt. <laughs> Yes, what was going through your mind, Oprah? She might want to fire the person who told her to wear those shoes. <laughs> they were I cute. Like it would have been swole if she like was like like after she fell and she was just kind of like, "All right, you guys, Oprah, you know I'm Oprah, I fall too." You know, just kind of because I feel like everybody puts oh. on a pedestal where it's like kind of like the equivalent, like if Beyonce falls, yeah. it's like a <gasps> no, I'm human too, guys, I fall. Beyonce did fall. Yes, but she's a robot, so she just snapped back up like it was nobody's business. Like, oh, oh, oh. it was in that song, but I just imagine. You imagine that song is the one. <laughs> if y'all can see Data, actually, like the single ladies. <laughs> I see it. I see it in my head. I see it. Right? That's, like, that just makes hilarious. sense. But. Anyway, we weren't trying to take this sidebar. Definitely try to have a balance in your adulting <laughs> life. Yes. And the next tip is try to budget. It is really, really hard to stick to one for me personally, but I know the importance of it. And one thing, again, my first manager told me, she said, wealthy women budget. And I don't know why that stuck with me, but it did. Like Message. Yeah, so if you can, definitely try to budget. And it doesn't have to be complex. Stick to something that's easy for you. When I first uh, started, and honestly, it's still hard for me. I don't do it every month. I go long periods of times where I never even look at my budget. Then I'm hardcore on it. So again, I'm trying to find a budget that works for me. But I know one thing that works really well is um, percentages. So I always tithe my 10%. I try to save 20% and then live off of 70. Someone told me that mm -hmm. and I found that that method works. And, you know, those are my numbers. So if you don't tithe and if you're a Christian, you should. But if you don't tithe, maybe you save 10% and live off of 90. But come up with something that works for you. That's my tip, the 10, 20, 70 rule. That's really good. And I feel like it makes it easier, too, if it's broken down by percentages. It kind of makes it easy for you to, like, calculate and do all of that. Yeah, but it is best to do what's best for you, right? Because yep. you know where you are financially because that may change, too. There's times yeah. where you may be making more, times where you may be making less. So you got to yeah. kind of just kind of roll with it. Yep. And the last thing is have fun, right? Like that was, you know, like when it comes to like being young, you're like, oh, I can't wait until I'm 18 and oh, I can't wait until I'm 21, da, 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 whatever it may be. But just make sure that you're like not so, and I understand everyone's situations are different, right? But I can say, just try to find the fun in what you're dealing with or what you're going through, you know, yeah. however that may look. If it is spending time with yourself, if it's going out with one of your good friends, if it's spending time with your significant other, if it's going out by yourself and meeting new people, Yes. Um, of course, being safe, but just like right. making sure that you're just having fun and taking advantage of life because, you know, <laughs> not every day is promised. So. Well said. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. I know. All righty. So <laughs> <laughs> that is our rant on adulting. We're going to jump right into our revelation. Michelle, what would you say is your revelation from our conversation today? Hmm. I would say my revelation is actually one of the tips is that we we're not going to have it all figured out. Right. Adulting is one of those things where it's just life and adulting doesn't stop at a certain age. Once you're an adult, you're an adult for life. So taxes are expected. Yes. <laughs> taxes are expected. If you're working a job, you know, like if you have 
um, tons of responsibility. You have to take care of yourself too. So there's so many different things that come with it. So you're not going to have it all figured out and that's okay. There are even going to be times where you may be a little bit older, like in your thirties and your forties, and there's something that you're still trying to understand and figure out and that's okay too. So just to always like make sure you're giving yourself grace, but you're working towards being a better version of you as an adult. So I would say that's like my biggest revelation um, is yeah, that if you're, it's not, you're not going to have it all figured out and that's okay. Things will change. Um, and also too, what we were talking about in terms of like the financial literacy, that's a revelation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I should go to like some of these colleges around here and try to like go to career services and be like, how can we implement this <laughs> into the freshman curriculum? Yeah, no, that was like a great, great, great recommendation. So go ahead, Michelle, make it happen. Start off with the university you went to and see if you can make that a thing. I don't know hey, how that works. You never but... know. Yeah, never know. What about you? <laughs> I will say that the revelation I had is to just be grateful that I am an adult. And I think that this ride will be so much more fun for all of us if we just appreciated where we are and what we have. There are so many people who didn't live to see our age, right? People who died at 5, 10, 16, 20 years old, and now we're complaining about these bills. Like, thank God I have bills, and thank God I have the money to pay them. Right, and the means to do it, yeah. Exactly. So that's just my revelation. Talking about it all today just made me realize, like, I live a great life. I live a full life. It's not perfect. It's not easy. Um, but it's mine and I appreciate it. And it's I'm building something that I can look at when I'm 80 years old. Like, wow, like, I love my 20s. I love my 30s. I love, like, each and every decade there's something to celebrate. So that's mm -hmm. mine. Agreed. That was good. All right, you guys. So thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Rants and Revelations. I am your co-host, Dana, a.k.a. It's Dana B. And I'm Michelle, Modernly Michelle. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Be sure to share this with a friend. You know, and as you guys know, we love conversations afterwards so be sure to share this podcast talk about it share your adulting and if you want to bring you know your friend and kind of talk about it in the comments definitely do that thank you guys so much for listening though